Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Potiva. My name is Melissa Etheridge, and you are listening to Diva. Hello, Divas. My name is Eleanor, and I'm the editorial assistant at Diva magazine. In many ways, Melissa Etheridge is a trailblazer of lesbian visibility in music. Coming out in January 1993, the music industry was not as accommodating for LGBTQI musicians as it is now. Things were difficult, but 14 albums later, Melissa's still here making music, and coming out as a lesbian didn't jeopardise that for her. Her new album, One Way Out, is a collection of songs recorded in the 1980s and 1990s. Stumbling across these old tapes, Melissa decided to rewrite these songs into something new. And ta-da, here we are. I caught up with Melissa to chat to her about her new album, her wife, and older queer visibility. She's a wise one, is Melissa, and I really hope you enjoy this one. So your new album, One Way Out, is a collection of songs written in the 80s and 90s. I came across these songs a few years ago when I was digging up stuff for a box set CD, but uh, CDs seem to have gone away, (laughs) so that that whole idea went away, so um, I sort of put it on the shelf. And then when uh, last year came along and BMG was looking for projects, I said, well, I have this um, project from a few years ago and pulled it out. And it's it's songs that didn't make, you know, the, the second, third and fourth album, like 89 to 93. Mm-hmm. Back when I wrote a lot of songs, when I, you know, didn't have children and things and I could write a lot <laughs> of songs. It's those, you know, young, I'm in my 20s, early 30s angsty songs that people seem to like about me has it made you feel nostalgic at all returning to these old these old songs well nostalgia in a good way it's fun because i'm not you know i'm not connected to the emotional origin of the song anymore thank goodness so it's kind of like a freebie you know it's like oh i get to sing these really cool intense songs but i i don't have to suffer for it at all Mm -hmm. How has the album been received so far by fans? I tell you, really, really well. When we play them live, the songs just fit right in with the, you know, all the rest of the shows, and people seem to really like them, and and they they like the just the the straightforward rock and rollness of it. So, which songs are you most looking forward to performing live from the new album? Well, we've been doing for the last time. That's that's really fun. Right, then we're gonna sing a song here now. 
songs written back in a time when things weren't as beautiful as they are today. Things weren't as, oh, you know, nice, you know? Things were getting hard. You do it as cool as you try, and sometimes we do One Way Out. I also do I'm No Angel Myself and Wild, Wild, Wild. Amazing. And in conjunction with this, who are your biggest musical influences, would you say? Oh, well, through my life, I've had many. Mm. But I grew up in the 60s and 70s in the great musical time. And uh, it was the singer-songwriters. It was, it was Joni Mitchell. It was Bruce Springsteen. It was uh, Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, those, those great artists. And then, you know, Tom Petty and Prince. And it just goes on and on. I listened to all kinds of music. You know, rock, R&B, soul, country. I listened to everything. Mm-hmm. And so they're all, you can hear them all in my music. Some kind of love. Would you walk me in the park? We came out in January 93, and obviously at a time that was more difficult for LGBTQ musicians than now. Yeah. What was this experience like for you? There was a lot that led up to it. I mean, I, I, was, I was out to my family. I was out to everyone who knew me. Uh, I, I was playing lesbian bars, so I had been I, you know, discovered in lesbian bars. So everyone who knew me, worked with me or anything, knew I was gay. Mm-hmm. It was just this sort of uh, step to the public, you know, and, but no one would ever ask me. It was kind of a don't ask, don't tell. I, I was thinking because it had gotten to the point where people were asking, you know, more personal questions and, and I just didn't want to seem like I was hiding anything. I really decided that I, I was going to come out. I just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, a, it was a surprise at the Triangle Ball. I mean, I was at a big, it was a big gay function, that whole thing. But I just, you know, stepped out for the microphone and said, oh, you know, proud to be a lesbian. And that was it. Did this experience, how did it influence your musical process? Well, I didn't changed that much because I, I really I, I had always written very universally not just because I didn't want people to know I you know I sing for a woman but I but most because I don't want everyone to be able to relate uh, gay straight man woman whatever mm-hmm. so I wrote very genderless and I kind of continued doing that I didn't quite relax that until recently <laughs> you know it just always I just just sort of stayed on the same path And you've kind of spoken in, in previous interviews about that like a fear of coming out stopped you from releasing earlier music. Well, it wasn't really, you know, the fear of coming out. It was just the kind of the fear of, you know, the, the uncertainty of what are people going to think about this song? Is this, uh, you know, that they, when you're hiding something, when something is not out in the open, you know, you, you don't really want to show any part of it. And so songs like wild 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 and i'm no angel myself and stuff like that are really uh very deeply personal i'm no angel myself friend i see if you could give sort of young lgbtqi artists today a little bit of advice kind of in conjunction with like what you experienced and the way you went about it, what would you say? Wow, I'd say being yourself, being 100% yourself is the strongest, most powerful thing you can do. Being connected to who you are 
is is something that people that they can't knock you off you know they, they can't knock you off of that it's that's yours so if you approach life with that and and have that stability inside then others will will see that and and it it helps them understand who you are and how comfortable you are with who you are mm-hmm. and then that will make them comfortable so just the not that we need to make other people comfortable but it in return makes it more comfortable for us mm-hmm. and just loving yourself is absolutely the key do not look for others to love you before you love yourself just to be right there for yourself from the very start if you could give your the younger version of you one bit of advice knowing what you know now what would you say oh i kind of say the same thing i'd say um, <laughs> i'd say you got to love yourself you don't look for someone or someone's to validate me the only validation i ever find is when i find it in myself mm-hmm. and then i'd probably say do more sit ups <laughs> Important <Yeah>. life advice. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of our readers tell us that they wish there were more visible LGBTQI women over 40. What are your views on visibility for older queer women? Oh, well tell them to come to one of my shows. <laughs> They're going to see many of them. I would say, you know, it was a hard time. My generation, we just sort of started to break out of that box. A lot of us are still, our parents are very old or not even around and we, we've stayed closeted because we didn't know what they would think and all that sort of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely easier now for the younger generation. I mean, it's never easy, but us more mature women, <laughs> you know, are doing our best. What do you think the LGBT community could do to make sure that people of all ages are included like what change do you think needs to be made there if any oh yeah again i don't think it's people that need to do anything i think that's something that's very individual Mm. that the person has to feel comfortable in themselves i'm still meeting women at my concerts that come up to me you know they're 50 years old they say you know i finally came out i was like oh my goodness you know you know it's it's just it's a journey for them so I don't know if anything needs to change for that outside. It's it's mostly an inside change. And, you know, the younger generation is themselves and, you know, with all their beautiful colors and individuals. And, like, you know, I would tell them to be patient with us mm. in learning pronouns and stuff because, we, mm. you know, we, uh, we're, we're still trying to figure all that out. To us, it was either you were gay or straight, you know, that's it. And, and we have a lot to learn. And we do it all again. Wouldn't we, my friend? Yeah. Wouldn't we, my friend? So you've spoken in, in sort of previous interviews about your your relationship with your wife. How did you meet? And do you have any advice to share for other women looking to form long-term relationships? My wife and I met when uh, she's a television producer. Mm-hmm. She uh, co-created Nurse Jackie and many other shows we met when she was doing a television show and called me in for a part it it didn't happen but we became very close friends uh, for 10 years and we did a lot of work together and tried to get television a television show going and 
What did get going is a beautiful friendship that turned into a, just a gorgeous relationship. You find that love of yourself, find that peace. That's what did it for me. I kept looking for, I want someone pretty so that I'll feel pretty. I want someone funny so that I'll feel funny. And, that, and that's not how it works. You, you have to be comfortable in yourself to draw someone to you that you know sees that. You have, you, you have to love yourself as much as you want someone else to love you that's what i got loud and clear that's just what i keep telling people really beautiful advice as well so what's your experience been like being a lesbian and being a mother being a parent well um i really don't think being a lesbian um makes it any easier or harder mm -hmm. to be a parent i think being a parent is just a trip and it's you know a, a life-changing have. I love my children more than I ever thought I could love anything. One thing I've realized is that they really come into this world with their own set of stuff. You know, each of them is so different. You just love them and love them and feed them and water them and then keep loving them and hope that they find and a joy in life and follow it. Diva. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Pop Diva. So you've spoken a little bit about your your battle with breast cancer. How did this impact your your music? Oh yeah, this was 17 years ago, so it changed me. It was a big change in my life. So that changed my music because it, it changed my whole approach to life and understanding of life and the importance of happiness and how deadly stress can be mm-hmm. and I think if you look at my music if you look at my work the work up to Lucky was the last album I did before um, the cancer diagnosis and then if you look at all the albums after you'll notice a huge change there's a lot of musically not so much but um, lyrically there's a lot more spirit and a journey involved and in in my music and a lot of reflection too a lot of thinking about my life and a lot of fearlessness and, and stuff like that, that that came into it after the diagnosis and you've spoken about the physical challenges of treatment being kind of like a spiritual transformation for you you know the chemotherapy and the radiation was was super intense i used a lot of cannabis Hmm. to to relieve the symptoms and to help with depression and appetite it also you know had psychotropic effects so i got a lot of that sort of therapy of um spiritual therapy in that where you where i spend more time understanding the intuitive part of my brain and the spiritual part of my existence and physically chemo would be such that i could i couldn't say anything i couldn't i could barely hear anything because it was it sound was painful mm. uh, light was painful and so i kind of just went into this darkness and i would just be really still and so it was almost like a really intense meditation for a long time you know with that came a real physical and spiritual transformation i played the fool today in the midst of this treatment, your song Breathe was nominated for a Grammy and then you ended up performing a tribute to Janis Joplin at the awards show. Oh, that was, that's a very special performance for me. I had been, I hadn't even been in public. I, I had barely been outside my house for three months. You know, it's funny, I say that now, we've all been in our houses for a year. <laughs> three months is nothing. But I hadn't, re- I hadn't really seen anybody. I just uh, wanted to do it. They asked me, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to be bold, but uh, I, you know, I, I don't want anyone else to do it. I want to sing that." And I remember stepping out, and a lot of people didn't recognize me at first, and then when they did, it was it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful reception. And I, I tell you, 17 years later, people still come up to me and say how much that performance meant to them. Mm. How has Janis Joplin's music influenced your own? Does she hold like a special, a special meaning for you? Oh, absolutely. She she did the same thing that all the rock 
guys were doing, you know, Led Zeppelin and Rolling Stones, they, they were all singing the black blues music. And Janice dove into, you know, the great women blues artists mm. and, you know, began to do their music and interpreting it. So she was, um, she was a pioneer in that, but also she, um, she just had an energy and a, she just took that, you know, I can be rock and roll and I don't have to be all a fluffy pop chick, you know, she really just took it and paved her own path. And I've always been inspired by that. Mm. If you would want your fans to take one message or, or one emotion from your music, what would you want that to be? Oh, well, I hope it would be an inspiration. I hope they would be inspired and lifted. I hope it, it makes them feel better. Even if it's a, it's a you've done me wrong song or whatever, that there's some power and strength in my music. You know, I, I would hope they could find that. So what's next for you in your career? What, what are the next steps for you? I'm just really grateful to be able to be out here making music and having people come see me. I'm really excited about how much people enjoy this One Way Out album. Hope I can make another one because I have other songs that I would love to to release or show to the world. I, of course, am writing always and and just playing music and sort of see where it all takes me. I'm, I'm easy. Mm. <laughs> what would be like the biggest thing that you'd want to achieve? Like if you just did one thing, that would be it for you and you'd be happy? Wow, you know what? It, it's funny because I think I have, I, I've achieved all of those things that I said, oh, I'll be happy if that happens. And mm. and the thing I've learned is it's not the actual achieving of it that makes me happy. It's the journey to the achievement that's so much fun. So I love setting goals out like that. I, I, I have a goal about um, the UK that you guys will, will and, and it's starting, it's happening. This album has been really um, reviewed well and really accepted very well over in the UK. And, you know, I've always been kind of an underground thing there. It's just really nice to start getting some, uh, I wouldn't say mainstream, but just some more of those old rock and roll guys that finally go, okay, she's good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, it's the journey to that that is um, fun. I love coming over there. I love playing every time, you know, grinding it out and just rocking and, and, you know, having a great time. And, you know, ultimately, I, when people asked me when I was, you know, in my late 20s, early 30s, gee, what, you know, what to you would be success? Mm. You know, what, what do you want it to look like when you're 60? And now that I'm 60, I see that, you know, that happened. I, I remember saying, I... I just want to be able to still make music and have people come see me and, you know, still be entertaining people. And I am. And so I did it. And I'm going to say, uh, let's move that marker up to 80, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And obviously you're, you're coming over to the UK next year. What's your experience of UK crowds like versus crowds in the US? Like, how do they compare? Wow. You know, they're, they're actually very similar. They're really very similar. You, you, you listen a little bit more. You're not, you don't get as goofy probably as the <laughs> over here, but you really do like your music and, and you really do love your live music too. 
yeah, Absolutely, yeah. we do love our live music. I'm just really looking forward to coming over there next year, and I'm so grateful. Thank you very much. Pop Diva. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.